What if I told you that on the other side of this battle, on the other side of this breakthrough, on the other side of this awkward moment, awkward stage in your life, that there was abundance flowing and waiting for you? Would it make it easier for you to do the things that you need to do? Would it make this last fight easier for you to take on and to conquer? Let's talk about it. Welcome everyone. My name is Allison and they call me Allie. Y'all could call me Allie, but my name is actually Allison and you are here on It's Simple, Yada which means to know intimately. And that's what we're talking about, how to intimately know the Lord in our everyday lives, how he chooses to use us, how he chooses to use our situations, and how we can apply biblical principles to that. And right now you are walking through my 10 before 33 with me, which is everyday The Lord has been telling me something, showing me something, starting from 10 days before my 33rd birthday. My 33rd birthday being important because, of course, if you are a Christian or if you are a believer, you know that the 33rd year of a person's life is their Jesus year. And this is the year where Jesus did a lot, but he also ended up dying and atoning for our sins. No, this is not the year that you die, but this is the year that you live right um so yeah i have been talking about a few things um but yesterday and this morning i heard it very very clearly the one thing that the board was talking to me about was in order for me to do the things that i need to do for this next year i need to possess my land right and I'm like Lord what do you mean by possess my land like for yourself I don't own no house right I'm not in the process of buying a home or anything like that right now so what land you know like what what is it that you want me to take up what is it that you want me to do and so he of course took me to the word right He took me to the word and he showed me a few things that we're going to talk about. The first of which being that if you look at land in the Bible, normally land was inherited, right? If we look historically, land was inherited. You had land that was in your family and it was passed down from generation to generation, right? And the way for you to be able to get your land after your loved ones had died was a few ways like if it was really old in days you were on the land and you shared the last name same last name and so you assume the property right biblical times same thing like family family systems were different like husbands had their wives but they tend to stay with their parents 
even after they were married and just lived on the land in separate spaces. So when the father died, the patriarch died, you were just able to assume that property. There was no question of whose land it was. There was none of that nowadays. For you to assume the property of somebody who's passed away, you would have to be the um, the the owner of the estate. You would have to be not the owner, the executor of their estate, in order to assume those things. But what does that have to do with the Lord telling me to possess my land? I'll tell you. It had to do with the fact that there are things that the Lord has called me to do. And for the longest time, I had been pushing them off out of fear, out of what ifs, and even out of a little of, I can't do that, right? Questioning what the Lord had put in me, questioning how he had positioned me, questioning, like, could I even hear him at times? And we are in a season where I can no longer do that. You can no longer do that. So literally, the Lord is telling me to possess my lands or to take what's mine. Or in other terms, to own what was already there. To accept the gifts that are clearly present. And to use them. He told me to take stock of my resources, meaning my gifts, meaning my talents, meaning the skills, the soft skills and the hard skills that we have learned about in our lives to take stock and be ready, right? And be ready for what you may ask, but be ready to be propelled forward. We are literally in a season of emerging, of coming forth, but the Lord isn't going to allow us to do any of that until we possess our land, until we take ownership, until we accept ownership and be ready for what's to come, right? But what happens when we don't do that what happens if we choose to not get ready what happens if we choose to not get in alignment or be in position and a good example of that would be the children of Israel right so the children of Israel were prophesied and said and were told they would be going into slavery. They said that they would be enslaved for four hundred years and then there would come a man that would release them from their bondage. And that happened, right? They were enslaved. Moses came along. Moses went to Pharaoh. Let my people go. You know? All of that happened. He parted the Red Sea. And they walked over and Pharaoh and his men were killed in the process of the Red Sea closing because they were trying to go after the Lord's children. Like the Lord protected them from those that were trying to keep them in bondage, right? 
so now we're on the other side of the Red Sea there was land that was promised to them right land that was promised to them all they had to do was go and take the land go and possess their land go and acknowledge their genealogy but that did not happen the way that it should have if we look at it historically from a historical lens at least the trek from the Red Sea to their promised land was only supposed to take nine, maybe 10 days. But what was supposed to take nine or 10 days took 40 years. And why is that? Because in order to possess the land, you have to acknowledge your skills. You have to acknowledge those things that the Lord has given you, but you also have to be obedient. And after the Lord freed them and Moses went, to get insight they were so impatient they could not wait to celebrate other gods who did not pull them out of Egypt they started to make phallic images they started to make idols they started to make altars to other gods all while waiting for God to make a way out of the wilderness And even though they saw that God had given Moses power, that God had sent Moses and he was triumphant against Pharaoh, they still decided to make idols and to worship other gods. The gods that allowed them to stay in captivity, the little G gods, you know, and Since their heart had not turned to the Lord, their heart posture was still towards living in sin and worshiping false gods. The Lord set it up so that a whole generation would have to die before the new generation could see their promise. And what should have been a nine day trek, 10 tops from the Red Sea through the wilderness, ended up becoming a 40 year trek where a whole generation had to die off, but the new generation had to unlearn processes from the previous generation. The new generation had to develop an understanding of the Lord for themselves. The new generation had to literally put all of their faith and trust in a God that saved their saved their families, like saved the people that came before them, but also was now waiting for those same generation of people to die off because they did not come into alignment because they were not ready, because they chose to not get ready, because they chose to stay in the place where they understood instead of allowing the Lord to free their minds of the limitations that they had been taught previously. For a lot of us in this season, we are the generational breakers. We are those ones who are coming forth to break those curses that have been on our families for years. But because of the limitations of their minds, nobody before us was able to do it. 
for a lot of us, we are the misunderstood in our family. We are the ones that move purely on faith and our families don't understand our moves. Our families don't understand why we do what we do. But we know that there is a pure faith and there is a pure knowledge of the Lord. And we understand that the miracles that happen in the Bible can happen with us and through us today and in this age that the Lord can use us like he used his prophets in the Bible. There is no difference. And because we understand that and because we have read the Bible like the best love story that it is in the world, we are then able to move with a faith that many don't understand, but also a peace in that faith that passes all understanding. We're able to pick up and go the way that the Lord is calling us to. And we may not think about, well, what about a job? Well, what about this? Well, what about that? We're just going to move. Because if the Lord told us to move, that's what we're going to do. And that's what makes sense to us. And if that's you, I just want you to know, like, you're not alone. You are not alone. And that faith journey that you're about to go on is going to be crazy. But it's also going to be rewarding. You're going to watch the Lord open doors. And it will have been nobody but the Lord. And anybody who knows you will be able to say it was the Lord. You will become a forerunner for your family, a forerunner for your friends. And you will watch stuff break off of you because of your obedience. None of us want to be like the children of Israel. None of us. However, society has made some of us slaves to idols and some of us are slaves to a societal mindset that is not in alignment with what the Lord has called us to. Society will tell you that you need to have a job always, that you need to be stable always, that you need to have money coming in always. And I'm not saying that that is wrong. But if you also look at how the Bible talks about what success and what life should look like, wherever Jesus went, somebody provided. And there are certain people in this world who will be financially stable, who will be able to be pillars, and they will be there as those people who are able to help those who are going to be new age prophets. And when I say new age prophets, I don't mean teaching no new age stuff, but prophets in this day and age where the Lord will be calling you to move around a lot, to go through transitional periods every six to eight months even, and that'll be your lifestyle. And for some of us, we'll be prophetic intercessors that travel the world ministers that travel the world and that will be our livelihood and because of our obedience we will find wealth and riches in unconventional ways we will find people who will just gift us money 
because that is what the Lord is calling us to and that is how the Lord wants to use us in the season so I don't want you to allow yourself to be burdened by the what ifs if the Lord is calling you to move make the move if the Lord is calling you to write the book write the book if the Lord is calling you to shut down some things shut them down the reality is we have to possess our lands we have to get into alignment we have to be ready to do what the Lord is calling us to do because it's either going to take us nine days or it's going to take us 40 years and we don't want to be waiting for the promises out of disobedience we don't want to be waiting for the things that we want because the Lord the Lord literally will give you the desires of your heart but that also comes with a level of obedience that also comes with a level of understanding that he is going to give you more than you can give yourself that he will supply more for you then you can supply for yourself. That we literally do not own our lives. But the Lord will also give us free will to allow us to do those things that are not going to add up in his will. And he is so forgiving that when we do repent truly, we turn away from the sin and we don't do it again that literally he's going to forgive us and we're able to move forward what is keeping you from honoring the word of the Lord what is keeping you from hearing the promises he has on your life what is keeping you in bondage like the children of Israel If it's money, if it's status, if it's position, know that these idols do not stand and cannot take the place of a God who loved us so much that he sent his son, that he wrapped the word in flesh and he sent him down here and he allowed him to live for 33 years to perform miracle signs and wonders on this earth and then after he did that he allowed him to die a brutal death to die a sinner's death so that we can have our slaves clean and then after he sent him and he died he left us with a comforter So that even when we can't feel the presence of the Lord, we can still operate in the presence of the Comforter. What kind of person would do that if they did not love us dearly? Sometimes all it takes is the leap of faith to start the journey sometimes all it takes is for you to set your mind and your sights on the one who should have your mind and your sights honestly 
for you to break the wall of the generational curse. Let the Lord use you. Let the Lord mold you. And if you are feeling like the children of Israel, know that this is your sign. This is your exodus to come out. Because it is our time. It is our place to emerge and become the rightful owners of this land. It is time for us to come forth and shine in this world. So until next time, just know that if you are chasing purpose and you are aligned with the Lord and you strive for your purpose, that you can break through any and every generational curse that has kept your family bound and the Lord will allow you to do it stay safe stay classy I'll see you later beloves